Welcome to Dungeons and Designers, a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals. I'm your DM, Will Churin. Let's get rolling. All right, I'm ready. I rolled a 10. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dungeons and Designers. Today, we're with our new guest, David Roberts from New Jersey. How's it going, Dave? What's up? You want to quickly tell us a little bit about you and what you do in the design industry? Oh, uh, sure. My name's Dave. I work right now for the cigar industry, actually, just doing print advertisement, print advertising and just different media for them. Uh, but I also do wedding photography and just a bunch of other stuff on the side. I, I started a podcast a little while ago, but then my buddy who I was doing it with had a kid. So that went on hiatus, but I just try and stay in yeah. every part of the creative field that I can. I also am a trained illustrator and I just, uh, I just love creating shit. Yeah. Um, let's, we're going to shout out your Instagram at the end, but what's your Instagram nope. that has all the really good illustrations on it? I think my personal Instagram is just like David Roberts underscore. I just try to keep it my name. Yeah. And the illustrations on there are really beautiful. Thank you. Um, so we're going to come back to you in a little bit, but your character isn't in the scene yet. No worries. <laughs> so we are following the last episode where every character or everyone in the party had their own individual training montage, very 80s style, uh, quick cuts and cool action. But you guys Rocky. are you're all sleeping now <laughs> in your dormitory. Uh, we're going to start off doing something we don't normally do. Can everyone give me a perception check? So that's a roll of the D20. Uh, Dave, you don't have to yet because you're not there. But it's a roll of the D20 plus your perception. Four. Six, 16. I'm dumb. So I get, well, I got a 17, though. Oh, okay. So um, both Azhag and Yola um, wake up when they sense Nazvit, the head goblin, walking into the dormitory while Fennec still stays just, like, knocked out. Um, that's Naz- what sleeping sounds yeah. like. As <laughs> he comes over to wake up everybody, sees Yola and Azhag awake and like motions to come with him. And then he like wakes up Fennec. And this is very weird because uh, Nazvit would never come down to like this lower level of the goblins. Mm-hmm. Ah! Ah! Yeah. My jammies. <laughs> yeah. As, as Fennec starts yelling, Nazvit, being the largest goblin in mid 10, like takes his massive hand and like presses down on his face. And it is like, covering his mouth being like shh shh and he's like follow me and he brings you guys back up to his sanctum mm. which you guys have been at multiple times with him both angry and happy with you mm-hmm. um what's the food situation like this time it's too early like it is like still dark early. outside there's no food um but everyone has been fed because of the fish and like coming in and the farms are starting to be rebuilt so that they're getting that back mm-hmm. but um he brings you in and he just congratulates you on your different trainings and your advancements. And he has a small like wooden box that he opens up and inside each inside the box, there's a, a little symbol insignia for each of you. So he walks over to Fennec and hands him or places on him the little insignia with um, a Warhammer on it. And a Warhammer has like on the flat side, little spikes on the back side, a little kind of, uh, spike out the back it's like definitely doesn't look like it's a tool made for hammering nails and he pins that on you beneath the pooksy logo that's on your chest okay and he goes over to yola and puts two crossing swords underneath hers and then goes over to azhag and takes it's a circle but half of it is hollowed out and he puts that onto azhag's chest and he goes um because of your trainings you've now ranked up you're now part of the pooksy elite 
and I need to send you on an extra special mission. This is no longer trying to get food or trying to look into like our little village. I need to send you to a town called Samle where uh, our embassy has been attacked. And uh, he goes to explain to you, and you guys would kind of know this already, that um, within Joski, every nation has its own capital. So like the Puxi goblins have Midten, and then all the other nations have their different capitals. But with, throughout all of Joski, there's little cities that have um, embassies of all the nations. The closest one to Midten is Samle. So when you guys, like, see, he gives you a, um, a box with a map in it. And he goes, I need you to leave immediately. It's going to be a two-day journey through the mountains, east through the mountains, by your electric cart. When you cross over the river, you're going to take a left at the fork, which will bring you down into the valley where you'll see Samle in front of you. But I need to warn you, I don't believe this city is safe anymore. The fact that the Torchblade have been bold enough to take over our embassy this close to our home means that the entire city is probably no longer safe for you to enter. Um, I need you to get down there, though. I need you to enter the embassy and secure our secrets and try to save all of the Puxi wo- uh, workers that could still be alive. And as he looks at you, he like um, signals from the back, and he signals Din, and as Din walks in... Um, that's Dave's character. Dave, how would you say Din looks? Pretty rugged, but covered, mostly. You know, I don't have a tank top on, it's just pretty much. I think you have uh, plate mail, All my right? gear. Yeah, exactly. Um, and beneath his Pooksy um, symbol, there's just a little flame imbued into his chest armor. And you can tell, uh, though you've never seen uh, a goblin in full plate like this, that this guy is not messing around. There, he might even have scars on him from like the past things he's had to do. Um, you kind of might get the idea that like this is where you guys are headed. <laughs> we've, we've talked about a lot like this high risk, high reward, and Din has seen a lot of risk that's not always paid off. So like some of the marks are on his body. He's looking a little rough and rugged, but the reward has been that he's like raised through the ranks and he's now like one of the most exalted of the goblins in Puxi. And uh, Nesvi explains, like, I'm going to give you Din to help you with this mission. So he packs your cart with some food for the journey. Uh, He gives you the map to look at on your way down. And is there anything you guys want to do before you guys leave? We have all of our stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I want to, yeah. Oh, like money or shops around? Like if we should get potions here? Uh, No, there's no potions in mid-10. Okay. What about armories or weapon stores? Just like simple stuff that you guys probably already have. Okay. What about like record stores or DJs or anything? <laughs> yeah, no, there's no music. Um, so you guys all get into the cart and you start heading out east. Fennec is obviously the one driving, as he always is. Um, and at this point, I know where, where the visual communicator is communicating without visuals. But I sent you guys each a map of Samway, which you can open now. Uh, oh, all right. Hey, maps. I know. This is new and the first time I've ever seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so on the map, you'll see that there's four roads that enter Samway from the west, north, east, and south. Um, when you guys enter, you'll be coming from the south. 
Um, the logos that you see on the map, there's the torch blade in the bottom left. The Puxi is the yellow one with the hammer and anvil. On the very top, there's like the little warhammer thing. That's the white hel- white halls. Uh, let okay. me get the rest of the names because I have them. Uh, the white helm. There's the two rock store, which you've seen before. Uh, Raven helm is the raven on black. And the night thorn, which is that hooded. Um, so you can see how close the is embassy that winter is. soldier looking one right there. Which one? The spy, the winter soldier. I'll just call it that. That makes sense. Which one's With the that? leaf, too. Oh, oh yeah, the I leaf totally one. skipped the leaf one. Um, How that's, dare you? I know, that's Malbem. They're the wood elves of the south. <clears throat> and there's kind of like a town square and then some green spaces. Or should we know about that yet? Yeah, no, you can totally know about that. So the green space <laughs> on the right, that's part of the Malbem. They've brought up their forests from the south and have planted like a park. The town square, there is a teardrop made of multicolor metal beams each signifying one of the, the nations. Um, the size represents their influence in this area. So you can see like how the Pooks and the Malbem have like the biggest and then the Torchblade probably the sec- or second largest. Um, mm. To the south of the Pooksy embassy, um, that little green area is their market where they sell their blacksmithing goods. So even though they don't make anything here, uh, Midton is only a few days journey and they sell a lot of their wares in that area. Does that make sense? Yeah. As much sense as it's going to. One thing we forgot to do, or I forgot to do, is is there anything that you guys would want to say your character changed since the last time we all played together? Din is completely new and we explained him a little bit. Oh, our background. But now that now that you're all in the cart together, there's like time for you to explain like what the other characters might see that they didn't see before. Or what I'm seeing for the first time. What you're seeing for the very yeah. first time. <laughs> hey, Finnick, I noticed you got some spiky doodads there. What's that about? Above your logo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the ones on the hammer? Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know yet. I think it's going to... I've been studying under Nisma a little bit. Do you see all the books that I had in my bunk? Like, I had, like, two books, and now there's, like, this huge stack of, like, 30 books. Did you see those? You can read? Well, I mean, Whoa. <laughs> I can understand the pictures. I can read yeah, most things. they're picture books? Okay. Yeah, I guess I just don't share. Yeah, I can read. Thank you. Uh, can you read? I mean, I have wisdom negative one, so <laughs> I think it explains a lot here. <laughs> I mean, my intelligence is, like, 15 with a plus two, so I can I can get through books. I have um, a negative one intelligence, so I probably can't read. No, <laughs> so, but yeah, so I've been studying up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brawn over brain. I, you know, I've been studying, and um, you know that that fire thing didn't go exactly like I kind of wanted it to. Mm. And um, referencing what he almost burned down the entire village. Of, that's the farming village <laughs> and the entire community's food supply. But and killed, growing <laughs> and killed. Four dogs and two of my teammates. So, um, but uh, you know, I've been kind of studying up some ways to kind of help you guys out, kind of help in the battle and stuff. And uh, I've got a got another surprise. I, I, I'll wait hey. to show you guys later. And I kind of pat the bag of holding and pull it in a little closer as I keep driving. How about how about you? What's uh, what's going on over there with that pen you got? Yeah, I've been working on my dual blade skills. 
Oh, so yeah. So I can, I got this sweet new rapier with a floral pattern on the hilt, and I named it Swish. Oh, can that's I see it? Well, it does. Look, and I pull it out, and it goes like zing when it comes out because it's all, it's like a fencing tool. It's named oh. Squish, but it goes zing? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I like sounds. Maybe I should name it Zing. I already decided on Swish. Maybe I, I have another rapier, too. Maybe it Yeah, you got two of them. You know, name the other one. That's pretty yeah. cool, though. I like the flowers. Who who made those? Some, um, I don't know, some person of authority. Oh, did Susan work on those? That looks like Susan Oh, that'd work. be cool. Uh, Susan, my pen Narish, pal. Narish gifted you that. Oh, sword. Narish. Yeah, I call her Susan. It's it an inside joke from last Christmas. They uh, all have yeah. names that start with N. I don't know. I need to stop. I know. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. And then I kind of look over that my shoulder at Azhag. like, hey, what, what'd you do? I just uh, I just creep kind of into, I have a cloak now. <laughs> I kind of creep into my cloak and I go, I'm one with the shadow. <laughs> All right, Aragorn. <laughs> but a two-foot goblin, Aragorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Intimidating. And I, uh, then I whip my head, my hood off, and I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just a super sniper now. Don't mind me. I'm just going to bring more killing to the killing fields as usual. Just 360 no-scopes all around. My bloodlust is insatiable. <laughs> Still. Still, um, so as you guys are like looking at each other and talking, you're making your way through the mountains, and it's all very peaceful here because this is where you your people have been working. So it's been cleared out of most beasts and enemies, and um, you're working your way down in like one two days. After that second day, you hit the river, and your cart goes over it, and there's the fork in the road. The left one brings you down to Samway. So as you make your way down there, you can start seeing the city form in front of you as it gets bigger and bigger. And I want you guys to take a moment to try to make a plan about how you're going to enter the city and how you're going to try to get to the embassy when it's been overrun by Torchblade. Because we're coming in from the south, right? That, that is your direction, but you don't have to enter the south gate. Okay. Do you have any kind of animals... That can scope things out for us before we enter, Finnick. Um, let's see. I've got one guy that might could help us. Um, can I was kind of hoping we could head up that two rock store up on the north side just to kind of see what they've got. I could use a little more in the uh in the armor area, if you know what I'm talking about. I could actually use a new weapon. I only have a dagger, I think, right now, so wouldn't mind getting something a little more powerful. So if we could head up that way, I could use this new little guy, and I kind of pat this pocket on my uh, sleeve. Like We could we could try him out and see what's up. Okay. What did you pat? I just have a pocket on my sleeve where there is a spell. I'll pat the bag. I pat the bag of holding, since I don't get to have a sleeve <laughs> pocket. I just like, I don't understand. Jesus Christ. Okay. So what do you guys I'm a I'm an artificer. I have spell robots everywhere. I can't have a sleeve pocket though. That's fine. So <laughs> You can have your sleeve pocket. Okay, great. <laughs> so what, um, are you, what are you guys like gonna try to do to enter? 
Who's got the highest perception and check? David, on your character sheet, right above dagger, mm-hmm. you have a great sword. Cool. And the great sword is two handed. Nice. Yeah, it's a heavy. I'm all good. It's a heavy hitter. Yeah, if we can come from the north, I can, uh, I can help somebody check out with this new spell I got right. You know, this little guy right here, and um, a little cricket, mechanical cricket, hops on my shoulder. Uh, well, this wouldn't be in character. Who's got the highest perception check? I have a plus one. Uh, not me. Yeah, I'm also one. Okay. Not a very wise group. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't, I'm not sure if it even shows on the. What's your wisdom? Well, uh, it's zero, so no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we dumb. All right. Well, uh, no, I'll go check we're it out. Unwise. <laughs> unwise. So, Intelligent would be. Does anybody have a better oh, idea than. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> anybody got a better idea than trying to get to two rocks pretty quick? <clears throat> How tall does this wall look that's around the city? It's. Wait, are we not trying to go in the the gate? But, like, I mean, I'm just wondering if we could hop. It's really big. It's like 20 to 30 feet stone. Are we not just going to keep driving in or no? You you Um, could. Would plus four dexterity be, like, pretty good? To climb it? Yeah. You could do a roll. (laughs) But I was going to go to the other, the north side to get away from, to get the other side from the, uh, the torch blades. Okay, yeah, why don't we go in from that side? Yeah. Okay. What, what's the blue one again? <laughs> you won't make it. The no. blue one's the white helm. Okay, and they're friendly, right? Very little well, is known about them. They have okay. like a very small embassy in each of the nations, but they don't have a capital. We haven't had a problem with them nope. yet. But they might also have already been ransacked. We don't know anything. Okay, well, I think we should... I'm going to drive over to the north gate and do a perception check just to kind of see what that side of town looks like with uh, the spell guidance. Um, so that's a 12 plus... So I've got 14 using with guidance. Okay, so as you pull up around the corner on the left side of Samle, you can start seeing the gate closer and closer because you guys have been approaching and on the outside of each of the gates, there are um, banners for each of the nations, except for the Puxi, which is on the ground burning outside of each of the gates. What? Hmm. Personal. But, but the gates are all open. Like, the city is still working as normal. All right. Is there anybody? We don't see anybody? Nobody outside the city. I mean, I can also divine sense if necessary, but that only works for 60 feet. Yeah, you'll have to get uh, really close for that. Do you guys want to ditch the cart and we'll yeah. try to sneak in? Let's do that. Let's find some trees or something. Park behind. How Are there any trees close by I can park behind, Will? Yeah, and there's like farmland. So you can just ditch your car to the north of Samway. Okay. And I throw the, the orb, orb in my in my bag. When I open the bag, there's some squeaking noises in there and I close it really quickly and then start walking towards the town. Yeah, and as you remove the orb, the whole card's electric bottom like gives out and settles into the ground. Uh, one of you, I'm assuming, takes the map and the orb. I take neither. No, Azhag is Azhag already approaching the city. <laughs> He's already there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm already on the south side. I just <laughs> I saw a gate. I started entering. I'm fine, I'm fine. All right. Are you going to stealth it, or are you just like, going with your cloak up? 
Yes, I uh, I put my cloak up and I say I am the shadow, <laughs> and I walk through the gate just, blind, just straight through the middle. And we'll say, do we say it's about noon now? So you... do we see anyone at the gate? No, no one's on the outside <laughs> except for the shadow master yeah. walk. <laughs> the shadow at high noon. Yeah. Like Fennec is sticking to the wall, like with his arms, trying to make himself flat, and then he's just walking. Okay, so that's where we're. Yeah, and my um, new rapier makes all the noise with this music box component squish, squish, that's tinkling away. So I'll try to keep it quiet. But... I mean, yeah. my plate armor is probably pretty noisy as I walk because it's pretty big. So yeah, you're still. Sp- no, no. I am silent. Does it look like there's any guards? <laughs> not, not outside. Okay. No, it, it like from the outside, it looks like the town is just like a normal day, except for the fact that your flag representing your people is on the ground burning. Mm. All right, well, I'm going to scoot inside. Okay, so in your, in the north side, you said, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, as you enter the north side, there's a little opening um, where people, like, park their carts and the horses and everything. And you can see, like, on each of the doors, there's um, carved into it the, the Pooksy logo. And, like, doors are broken in this whole area. Mm. And most of the homes around here have been ransacked. <clears throat> oh, snap. Yeah, and you, what you've entered is the Pookie di- District. So around each embassy, you're kind of getting the idea that like that's where their people in this area live. So you're in the neighborhood of the Pookie right now, and things are looking real rough. Is that not denotated on the map? That's their neighborhoods. Their area? Or do we not get an area? No, you don't. Like what you get is their embassy. Yeah. And then around it. Yeah, is that on the map? No. Oh. It's just kind of this whole north third. I guess, like, from Two Rocks to the Pooksy Embassy, is that kind of... Yeah, and, like, the um, the borders might be, like, blurred. Like, there might be Pooksy homes all the way to the White Helm. Okay. But you just know, like, this is where most of them live, because this is where most of them work. All right. And I'm going to, uh... The... I'm going to go along the castle wall in the mm-hmm. an alleyway and make my way over to Two Rocks. All right. Stealthing my whole way there. To what thing? Where are you going? So he's heading I'll east to two rocks. I'll okay, be, yeah, uh, I'm following him. Are you trying yeah. to go behind the White Helm or in front of the White Helm down to two rocks? Behind. behind. Yeah. So as you I'm, go back I'm, there. I'm stealthing. So I'm like are you, either. Are you going to be leading them by far then? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be pioneering out. I guess I'm stealthing really, too. Really sneaky though. Yeah, I'm trying to stealth. I'm doing my best, but I uh, can't promise anything. 24 for stealth. Yeah, so Azhag is probably, I got a 20, Azhag is probably like 60 feet in front of you guys or 100 feet in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still see him because it's still daylight, but you can you can tell like he's the one leading the charge and trying to check out like corners and corridors before you guys get there. And by mm-hmm. see him, you mean that ominous shadow. <laughs> yeah. Except in the middle of the day, it's <laughs> <laughs> he's just tippy toeing like a Looney Tune around. Yeah, like... <laughs> I imagine he's like, yeah, holding the cape up, like two hands, trying yeah. to weirdly hear him whispering, "I am the Black Death." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we I... run? Oh, sorry. No, yeah, you're go good. Ahead. So as you take the right corner um, on that very top part and start heading down to White Helm, mm-hmm. you see four guards with torch blade shields. Um, patrolling that street, walking down towards two rocks. <laughs> oh. How far away are they from us? Uh, at least 100 feet. 
Okay. Are and, they 100 feet from me and then 160 feet? Yeah, them? Aztec is currently the only one who sees that. But I'm assuming you're stopping and people are How many? catching yeah. up. Oh, I'm not Four. Stopping. Four. Torchblade bros? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I, uh, what's like, what, what go to the type of buildings around me? So up until the White Helm, they're all kind of just small cottagey houses. There's a couple, yeah. two floors. And then the White Helm is white marble. Okay. And is that is at least three to four floors up. All right. So then the uh, building, like in front of it, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to uh, cl- climb up it after I go, Ca-ca! and then I go to climb up that. that, uh, <laughs> that are you building. making it loud enough that the guards can hear you? No, they're 100 <laughs> feet and these guys are 60 feet. So I'm obviously doing it 60 oh. feet volume. Okay. <laughs> Need to know what that sounds like. So you guys hear this weird bird sound, and then Dan, Dan, can you give As opposed me? To, can you give me? A, can you give me an acrobat check to see if you can climb the house? Oh, you betcha! In eighteen, yeah. So you're on top of like the thatched roof. Yeah, I'm, I'm perched. I'm yeah, perched. and you guys see him jump up on there. <laughs> Okay, then. Uh, Are we taking turns yet, or can we just free act? Free act, yeah. Until we do initiative, it's like, you do whatever How many cantrips can I do right now? Just one, or can I do two? Let's let's start with one, and then see. I can do one. Um, I give, um, I kind of reach over. Dave, tell me your character's name. Din. Din. Okay, need to write that. It's Fantasy Din. It's fantasy, Din, yeah. Uh, if, you've, if you've seen The Mandalorian. Yes. Din, Din um, Jaren. Yeah, that's his name. I uh, hand a small mechanical cricket to fantasy Din. <laughs> that's Say, just better. Just, uh, just hold on to this for a second. And um, on, if you use it in the next minute before the spell goes up, you get to add a D4 to... Um, to your rolls to into any ability checks you make in case you hide cool what else I wanna yeah what's up ready um that's what you call it right i'm not going to use it now i'm just ready in action it for later um ready unseen servant in my little music box in case i need him Can I move up to, to within 60 feet of the guards? If you want to like kind of lead this, yeah. So I guess I'll move up within 60 feet of the guards and then um, divine sense and see like if they're friends or, or foes. Oh, you don't even have the divine sense. Obviously foes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Never mind. I, I'm sorry. You wouldn't know this because you haven't been playing with us. These guys have been like killing off your people for the last month. They're coming in and slaughtering them yes. by the dozen. <laughs> are they are they standing next to anything that we could use to James Bond this shit? They're just walking down the street. So mm-hmm. there's all the different type of street stuff you would have, like carts. Um, but it's pretty normal. And if you wait long enough, they'll probably just walk away because they're walking in that direction. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I can have our unseen servant buy the things that you need. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I don't, Just like floating money. I don't think that's how it works. 
<laughs> write, a, write a little note. I need this, this, and this. As you guys, were, as you guys were talking, they take a right before they get to Two Rocks and start walking down that small alley. I, uh, yeah. you guys can't see this, but I, I slowly unload a bolt from my crossbow and I kind of go, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like frustrated because you didn't attack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no climax. <laughs> All right, where are you guys gonna go now? I'll scamper off the wall. Okay, so you uh, jump down. You're kind of close to the White Helm uh, marble building. Yeah, and I'm just going to kind of keep on my way, scouting out for the uh, to get on the way to Two Rocks. Can cool. we see an entrance to Two Rocks yet? No, Two Rocks entrance is actually towards the town center. Yeah, that makes sense now. In hindsight. They don't have a back door? There's not a back Mm-mm. door, yeah. Not that you That's... guys would have access to. They'd all be locked. Um. Okay, I locked okay. the gate. Yeah, you could definitely do that. <laughs> all right, I go up and I lock the well, gate. Well, as you're walking... Um, <laughs> Not the road next to the White Helm, but the one after. You see the guard still walking down that direction um, towards the town uh, center. Geez. Can I try to break it? Can I try to unlock one of the back doors with my thieves' tools? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah, do. Yeah, no, Azhag is ahead of you guys and already called it. <laughs> oh. Also way more proficient. I didn't know you had thieves' tools. Yeah, dude. All right. Boy. So as you guys start walking past White Helm, um, <laughs> you can see Azhag kind of crouched behind one of the doors behind the two rocks. You roll. Yeah. Do your magic. Uh, 20. Oh, yeah. With ease, you just pop it. Nice. Got him. Sneaky, sneaky. And uh, I shadow my way through the door. (laughs) (laughs) So you see him as he opens it and he just slides in. But I I leave the door unlocked for for the boys and the lady. What are you else you guys doing? Fall behind. Oh, yeah, I'm in there. <clears throat> you all going in? Yeah, but yeah. as sneaky as I can, but that's not very sneaky. Okay. <laughs> so as you all find yourself in a dark storeroom full of like all the guy, these potions and boxes, um, they all are insignia with the Two Rocks logo again, so you can tell this is part of that chain that you met last time. What do you guys think of just taking what we need and leaving money here and then... Run back out. Is there no we don't want to be seen. I mean, you're in the back room, the storeroom. Oh. So yeah, is there someone in the store? What's going on? What do we got There's here? probably someone in the front, but you guys wouldn't know that yet. Yeah, what do we got back here, though? Pretty much anything you guys would need that that is within like a low level of rarity. Mm. So it's mostly potions. There's some magic items. It's <sighs> So like compared to the store that you guys saw in Stromer, this place is packed. Like, it's much, much bigger. There's way more options. You could tell, like, it's made because of the size of the city to service way more needs. Um, I do, get we see, do we see any traps or any kind of things like that? Nope. Alarms? It just looks like a storeroom. I, Can uh... I cast Detect Magic, or would that be a waste of time, Will? I mean, you could, but there's no magic. I mean, there's there's magic <laughs> all around you. So they kind of already sell, like, scrolls and potions and crap? Mm-hmm. There's no, like... Yeah equipment or anything yeah they'd be like low level equipment uh it's like stuff we already got well or used up yeah well what do you guys what do you think you're looking for i'm looking for potions or like i don't think we're gonna run into poison again but i'd like to have i don't know but um potion and armor like a master or crossbow laying around something stronger than a weapon yeah dave we could say that Dave actually has a good weapon. It just oh, wasn't good, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, gonna, we'll say that shoot. there's like mastercraft of each type of weapon in here, which is the plus one. And there's like the normal potions, like the healing potions. 
and that kind of stuff. How it much would, you reckon the healing potion would cost? Yeah. <laughs> I only have 43 silver. I don't know what the conversion rate is on that for potions. Um, Meta play. Maybe we should. Your character maybe definitely we should knows that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, well the, shop, the shopkeeper, like, do we want to steal it or do we want to actually see if the shopkeeper is going to help us? Because I could just divine sense and see if he'll be all right or not. I you take the uh, master at crossbow and leave the storeroom. You go outside. All right. Yeah, I go back outside. Okay. And I climb up on the I'll room. grab a. <laughs> so we're stealing now. Well, what character is? <laughs> I've been stealing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to leave all my eighty-eight copper and take a potion. Okay. Is there in the weapon section? Is there any like lances or anything? Yeah, like a standard lance. Standard lance. Yeah, it's like and in the corner. What's up with the armor? They have like up to half plate. I take one of the lances and I don't know which armor I should get. You want to tell me real quick? What are you trying to do? Like they have their disadvantages, like the lower dexterity and stuff. Like the yeah, heavier it I, is. You could go chainmail. Just, just something stronger than studded leather. I think chainmail is better. Okay, chainmail on the lance, and I leave six gold and go outside. Is there a shield in there? Mm hmm. Oh. Oh crap! I grab a shield too. And oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm staring at the shield. You already left. I'm gonna grab that shield. <laughs> there's well, let's say there's two. It's a, right. it's like a, a warehouse. <laughs> and as you guys are moving, you can start hearing like voices in the store, and then you hear the front door open and close, like there were people shopping and they just left. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Yeah. I sneak back. I'm gonna leave right now. <clears throat> so now you're in the yeah. back with your extra stuffs. So I'm gonna get myself away from the store, from the from the door, and like I guess walk to where I can't be seen from that door. So just in case the shopkeep just winds up coming into that back room and going no, outside. That's smart. Does it look like there's windows around the side in the storeroom? Mm-hmm. No. Well, there's yeah. there's windows in the front. Like Hang out there. Okay. What shape is the roof? <laughs> uh, all the roofs are pretty flat. All right, I like kind of scurry over to the front of it and peer over the edge. As you do that, you can see all throughout like the courtyard um, torch blade guards. And then there's a group around the big teardrop made of all the different colored metals. And they're peeling the yellow one off. That was the symbol of the Pooksie. Mother. <laughs> Not cool. No, but there's, there's dozens. All right. What is this about? How far away are the buildings from each other? Maybe 15 feet. It's oh. like enough. For, so... I can't jump. For those that are <laughs> looking at the map, not listening, you can see thin roads. Those are about 15 mm-hmm. feet. And then the thicker roads will say are 30 to 40 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if that's all within 60 feet, I can just divine sense and see the same thing. Oh, yeah. You could, you could definitely tell they're all bad bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, it also is hit, like senses of anything is hidden, but word. Oh, like people are hidden? It says, uh, as an action sense, celestials, fiends, undead, uh, desecrated within 60 feet. Oh, yeah. There's none of that mm-hmm. stuff. This is like a, a fairly modern city. Yeah, divine sense is going to be more stuff that would be... If we see uh, evil creatures. Yeah, later. evil types. Gotcha. Like, or undead types, like zombie guys and ghouls and whatnot. All right. Um, so, just to where jump back into what are we what are we doing here? You're yeah, trying to get to, to the embassy for the Pooksie to save the workers that were d- attacked in there. Yeah, and where is that? It's the, the yellow building. 
We gotta go all oh, the way around. Okay, that's what I was asking before. If there is one, oh. I didn't realize that was our symbol. We like hammers. We like door flows. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're like big blacksmith people. Um, all right, then I guess I'll I'll, start, I'll come down and explain to them kind of the okay. scenery. I'll paint it for them and uh, say, you know, we're pretty far away from kind of our destination. Do you want to circumvent back around now that we got our gear? I mean, yep. yeah, sounds good. It makes the most sense. Yeah, let's head there. Let's just start heading to the place, but what, on the outside? Yeah, let's just skirt around it all. that again. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go ahead up and and scout ahead again. So you're kind of weaving through the city streets now, the small back streets, until you get to the embassy. No, I'm. I, I was going all the way around again from the oh back the to the entrance on the wall. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, you guys can all get to the entrance fine. Wow, when you get to the entrance, though, you see inside that area where the people are parking carts and stuff, four more guards walking around. Oof. And they're just walking around. Yeah, they're still patrolling, so they'll probably take go down towards the Pooksy Embassy soon. Ooh, um, I'm just gonna kind of wait for them to clear out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So as everyone catches up to you, the group walks down and starts heading down towards the Pooksy Embassy. You guys kind of follow slowly behind, and then you see them turn left down towards the main center. Okay. Yeah, I'll head over to Pooksy Pooksy Land. <laughs> Is there a back door to this embassy? No. So there is a door to the east side, and there's a door from the south side. And the rest is um, carved brick, like giant bricks from the mountain. Are there any windows on this building we could burst open or something no. towards the back? <laughs> no, and it's actually, okay. for, for being one of like the big capitals, it's actually fairly short. It's only one floor of okay. this like dark... Um, black metal, uh, bricks. Which way should we approach from? Does it look like it's been like? Does it look like it's inhabited at all? From this back back corner, you can't see anything. How tall is it? One floor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like unusually small. Okay, yeah, I'm up on that. I'm up on that. Okay, and there's not like any smoke or like fire or anything like nope. ominous so far that we see. Nope. I. Uh scurry around to the the front of it and kind of try to see what's going on towards the front door or towards like the uh farmer's market area uh well i mean i guess it's big right oh i'm going to the the front door okay as you go to the front door you'll see um four uh five soldiers guarding the front door Mm. and then i'll check out the market area too yeah as you get to the market you see um goblin bodies killed and throughout all the stores, and then um, the displays are tipped over and burning, and things have been rutted out. And there's a cart in the back towards the torch blade that they're filling with stuff as they remove it. Hmm. I'll, I'll go back and relay that to the party. We should probably—I don't know if this is in character or not. I'm just thinking we should probably rescue the stuff in the cart first, right? Did it look like? Did it look like it was anything of importance, of secrets of our people? No, it was just like the stuff that they would normally be sold. Okay. It's like that's all the wares that they had been like bringing down from Mid Ten to sell in the city. What's the ceiling made out of? The roof? The black stone from Mid Ten. Mm. How far away is the cart from the building? The cart they're filling? Yes. At least 200 feet. Yeah. That doesn't seem as important to me. It's a huge market. Unless we're selling, unless we're selling, you know, more artificer stuff from this store too. 
Remember that giant sword that the guy used that caught on fire and killed us a bunch of us? Be fun if they had a whole cart full of that stuff. I, yep. I, a month ago, I probably would have said we weren't dumb enough to sell that here in town, but then we got attacked by it, and here we are. So, mm, so, so are we gonna all go through the door with the goblin bodies? Yeah, it, I guess. What so was up like with a, the east door? The east door. There's five guards just guarding the front door, making sure no one gets in. And then the so the only door is the one with the littered bodies. Okay. Yeah, there's the two doors, but the farmer's market has like loads of guards in there too, clearing things out. Oh, so it's just those two doors. They're just both those guard. two doors. They're both yeah. guarded. They're both guarded. Yeah. Yeah. I turn back and I say, uh, I think it's it's time to kill some of these guys. Do you want to try to attack them from the roof and I shoot do. them with I arrows? I very much want to do that. Yes. You can kind of see how far you can get, and we'll flank them from the other side. Okay. So I'll go around on top of the roof and... If we're uh, in the back looking down that alley, how far are we from them? Well, I I tell them, too, like, I think we're going to need to make sure none of them run off, off, disable them, so that we can, you know, ensure that they don't go get more. Yeah, we can... Because there's a lot of guards out there. We can kind of hang out in that north corner, and then you go from the roof. So that north corner to that east corner... We're yeah. looking at at least 200 feet. Well, that's more than 60 feet. Yeah. So. And then and then that, <laughs> that front span is probably a good 60 to 80 feet. That The one on the right. Yeah, I would want to hang out on the, like, northeast corner. Yeah. So there's 60 feet. Okay. It, well, 60 to the other corner. The south corner? Yeah. So you're probably looking at 30 to 40 to the front door. Okay. And we can just hang out in that eastern corner. In case they run away. Can I cast Crown of Madness to make one of the uh, soldiers attack one of the other ones? Yeah. Yeah. Let me bring it up to make sure, but I don't see why not. So, like, as Azag uh, readies for battle, like, as soon as he will attack all... Or well, actually, maybe I should do that before. Maybe they'll all just get into a fight. Before he attacks. So one humanoid of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. While this target is charmed this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head and madness glows in its eyes. Oh. The target <laughs> must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. Yeah. So the wisdom saving throw. Does it say I actually have plus three wisdom. As well. Yeah, it goes towards your um, spell. Can we all kind of go at the same time with advantage? Yeah, I was, I was thinking we, we all yeah, attack. If you guys all get into like a sneak position, you'll mm-hmm. be able to all make one action before we get into combat, which isn't real D&D rules. All right, so yours is charisma. So he would have to roll, <clears> I believe it is eight plus one plus three. So he'd have to uh, beat 12 on a wisdom saving throw to beat Crown of Madness. Okay. Um, do you want us all to tell you kind of what we're preparing to do? Yeah, so, and, then, and where you're going. Um, I want to hang out at that northern, or that eastern corner we were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's and then, that. yeah, and I'm going to get ready to cast Blindness on the other two guards. Okay. One of the ones that she does not target, I'm going to 
slam in the face with a crossbow from the roof. Um, I'm going to get ready to uh, cast Fairy Fire. Um, I pull a moth creature out and just hold it in my hand. And um, any of the guards that fail a dexterity saving throw are outlined in a blue light, and we all have advantage. And I'm just like out of out of their line of sight, getting ready to cast as well. That crown of madness. Yes. All right. So let's start with that one. So on one of the guards, you cast crown of madness, and he gets a thirteen, so he doesn't go crazy. Oh damn! Well, at least Would have been they really are still cool. unaware, though, right? Yeah. I mean, he might feel okay. he might feel like it's odd, like what just happened. <laughs> um, kind of gas. Then we'll do. Uh, We'll do the fairy fire. So Fennec, okay. what does that do? You have to throw a deck saving throw of 12. On two of them, right? Uh, it's anything in a 20-foot cube. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. They all failed, which is... Okay. I didn't roll anything higher than like a six. Any any creature in the area when it's cast um, is outlined in a blue light. Uh, any attack roll against an affected creature has advantage if the attacker can see it. And the affected creature can't benefit from being invisible or hidden. Okay. And they can see it. So all of a sudden, yeah. like one guy feels a little funky and then he looks over it and all of his friends are glowing blue. Yeah. And it's like then, an outline right. around him, like an aura kind of thing. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on? And then Yola, what were you doing? I want to make two of them blind. Okay. What's the saving throw on that? It's 12 for constitution. All right. One got a critical fail. <laughs> and the other one only got a seven. So two go blind. <laughs> Super blind. All right, Azhag. Nice. So five are glowing, two are blind, one feels like something was trying to get into his head. Yeah. And you have plus one on your hit and damage if you're using your crossbow. Always. Um, all right, so I'll go to the guy who's con- who felt a little bit of something, something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shoot him with my crossbow. 21. Definitely. It's... <laughs> so for, noise. for Dave, who hasn't played with us before, Dan's character has so many buffs on his shot. It's like he's very good at shooting. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Um, I'll so like 21 is actually not very good for him. Cut it for 10. Okay. <laughs> so the one guy who's feeling a little funky takes a crossbow bolt to the chest and looks at it. and just like, what's going? Help. And then what else are you going to do? Is that it? Oh, he's alive still. Oh yeah. Um, are there any uh, un- are there any dead bodies around them, or is that only in the other area? Only the other area. Wait, so who's so? There's two guys. Five total. Yeah. You got the one that was feeling a little weird. Yeah. Two are blind. All the rest are glowing. Did you add the plus one so, because of fairy fire? Oh, I'll go eleven damage then. Okay, that one's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then. Uh, well, no, no, the plus one is from his. Um, Right. Tinkering, he gets plus yeah. one from tinkering, but doesn't fairy fire go one to damage and hit? No, actually, just, no, I did. It 12. just gives you an advantage. It doesn't add fairy fire. Doesn't add anything. I forgot about that crossbow. I stole. Oh yeah, you got the plus one crossbow. It's a twelve full <laughs> damage. Yeah, eleven was what you needed for him, so he's down. Um, <laughs> and then, so there's two guys left that are blind and two guys that are normal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'll load back up, and uh, because I'm a gloom stalker now, one with the darkness. <laughs> I can use uh, Dread Ambusher, so I, on the first turn of combat, I get an extra attack action that does an additional 1d8. So I'm going to try to attack one of those uh, freebie guys that are like all 
kosher cool. Yeah, and as you do that, they pull out their swords because they can see how they're being attacked. Uh, but the blind guys, they can just hear and they don't know what's going on. <laughs> 16 to hit. Mm-hmm. And then 18. Yeah, so now yeah. there's two dead guards. Um, one of them, who is just glowing blue, has now taken his sword out and shield, and he's looking for one of the alleyways to run down. The two blind guys have also like kind of like messed around to get their swords out, but you can tell like they don't know what direction they're looking. They're very confused, and I, I want my... everyone to roll initiative. I use my bonus action too to hide, like on the okay. roof. So. Yeah, like you just kind of like lay back on yeah, the roof. Can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would I be able to climb up there before we start? No, you would have to use your action to do that. Okay. Yola, <laughs> you go first. What would you like to do? I'm so excited to see what you could do now. Uh, tell me if, like, this is not possible, but I want to try to scale to the top of the building as my action and also cast a spell. That's probably too much movement, isn't it? No, it's only one floor. So it'd be, uh, let's say, 10 or two, let's say half your movement to climb. Okay. And you're going to use your action and then be half your movement to get to the side of the building you're looking for. Okay. And, then and you, I think your bonus action spell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I need to roll for all that. No, because we're using one of your full actions to get up there, we'll ignore the uh-huh. roll. What's the okay. spell? I want to cast um, Hold Person and at the second level. So I can choose. I want to have two of the people who aren't blind to um, paralyze them. So there's actually only movement. one guy who's not blind. Interesting. Oh, because I got because we killed one. Mm-hmm. Killed two and so far. And then two. Oh, we them. killed two. Mm-hmm. The second one. Okay, so whoever's left, like who's not blind plus a blind guy. Okay. I want to paralyze them and they have to do a wisdom saving throw of 12 at the beginning of each of their turns for a minute and if they succeed then the spell's broken okay so let's do the saving throws right now so i got two d20s Uh, and an eight's not going to do it so they're both paralyzed that's awesome okay so there's one blind guy (laughs) <laughs> and another blind guy who's paralyzed now being held by an invisible force. And then the one guy who is trying to run away is also paralyzed being held by this invisible force. And then Fennec, your turn. Um, just real, So I'm on the east corner. Mm-hmm. I'm within 40 feet of them, right? Yep. Okay. So um, I open up the bag of holding and kind of make it <laughs> and a Four foot, eleven inch mechanical raccoon jumps out, kind of scurries out, and just like stands on his back legs and makes more chittering noises. <laughs> I'm so excited about this! And then I climb on his back, hold the lance <laughs> and the shield, and just go ah! <laughs> um, so I'm going to the lance. I'm going to run within ten feet of the blind guy who is not paralyzed how far apart are the are they they're like within five feet of each other okay so i'm going to lance the guy who's not paralyzed or try to anyway okay let's see (laughs) not going to that was a six yeah so your raccoon like scutters around and kind of slips and slides out past as you try poking but you can't catch him 
Because <laughs> for my bonus action, I'm going to kind of steer and turn back around and do force-empowered rend. And the raccoon is actually going to run up and try to bite the guy who's not paralyzed. I don't think you can because you're already okay. you're out of movement. Fine. I'll keep. I'll turn around and get back to it. Right. And we're just kind of like riding up and down, just waiting. Yeah. As you like, kind of spin past him, the mm-hmm. one guard takes a slash at you with, I believe, he's which got... one? The blind guy who can't see me, or the guy who's paralyzed? The guy who's par- um, blind. because it's not the quietest thing and he could feel him as he's running by like the wind Um, that's what I get for feeling he'll have disadvantage though and then he's attacking flashing at me or the raccoon Uh, whichever one he can but we'll even see if he hits because he needs to get um... oh he got a 19 Uh, we'll we'll say he's going it hit both of us yeah, we'll say he's going for the raccoon because it's the biggest thing. It's much bigger okay. than you. Yeah. And then he Sweet. does 1d8 plus 1. Where's my d8? And he does 8 damage to the raccoon. Okay, cool. Mm. We're just waiting. Poor raccoon. He's yeah. fine. And then it's Azhag's turn. Azhag, there are two paralyzed being held and the one blind mm-hmm. guy who just hit uh, Fennec's raccoon. Well, I get the raccoon gets to go next. Oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> so you're right next to the guy who attacked you with the spear. Yeah. Wait. So if there's separate turns, then isn't the travel distance separate? No, because mounted combat—that's your movement. Yeah, oh, like okay, the okay. attack. He can do an attack on his roll, but the action that I did, force empowered rend, is a bonus. It's my bonus action. Yeah. Um. He's going. Well, no, we'll just wait. He uh, moves within uh, five feet. He just gets back to where he needs to be next okay. to the blind guy. As high. Like he can move independently on his turn as well. So you mm-hmm. get double movement. Yeah. Oh, dope. Um, I'll shoot the blind dude. For, uh, what is that? Uh, 19. Yeah. And for 12. Yep, he's down. So now the only two left are paralyzed, being held by the invisible force. Uh, during his turn, he tries to break free. And he misses. I am really terrible today. The next one tries to, though, the not blind one. And he gets a natural 20. So he breaks free, um, looks over at Fennec, and then takes a strike at him with his spear. And misses. I have a 16 armor class now, but... Well, I only got five, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Din. There are two being... One being held. Well, I'm going to go run towards the guy who just broke free okay. and just try to cleave him with my greatsword. Nice, dude. So you're going to hit the D20. Uh-huh. And then before I do so, I just, like, look around. I just go, thumbs up, let's do this, and then shout for Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, which do you add 1d20? Yep, and then you add 5. So, 8 plus 5. 13. So, yep. You miss. So the great sword comes down after yelling Leroy Jenkins, and you hit the ground <laughs> next to him with this giant sword, which just seems so fitting. That's and very apropos. Exactly. <laughs> and then Yola, it's your turn. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I want to 
There's only two people who are paralyzed left, right? Only one. One person's mm-hmm. paralyzed. One broke free. Um, the one guy's we... blind and paralyzed. How far, <laughs> far away does it seem like this person is from me? Or do you... I guess I'm over the top of them. I'm just going to jump down and then that'll count as my movement, right? If you jump down? Yeah. Yeah. And then I want to swing at him with zing and swish. (laughs) Are you using Um, the buff on whichever the extra one was? No. Okay. Because it's dual, right? Are you going to keep it silent? Or are you going to let the music box play? Oh, I see. Like, what does that mean with the buff? How can I keep it silent? Yeah. Sure, I'll keep it but silent. But then you lose the plus one on it. All right. Um, well, okay. I'll I'll keep it silent and not have the plus one. Um, so the first one is eight to hit, which yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that misses. And then the second one's 16 to hit. And that does hit. It does um, five damage. Okay. Fennec. That's awesome. So the guy who was... That was not held, right? That was the one who broke free you were attacking? Uh, Me? Yeah. I was doing the paralyzed one. Okay. And did you roll with your advantage on that? Mm, no. Okay. Do you want to re-roll the first attack? <laughs> it, it would be like a nine, though, wouldn't it? What was that? Is it just plus one? No, no advantage. advantage you roll twice. Yeah. All right. So roll one more d20 oh. for that first attack. 21. Okay, oh, that hits. Yeah. And now damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the damage would be eight okay, from he, the yeah, originally. You, yeah, you killed him. Okay. So who's left? Uh, just the paralyzed blind guy. Um, How close am I? You're like right next to him? Okay, Within so I back feet. up. Okay. I back up because I've got it. This lance has a. Uh, you get a bonus for charging. Yeah, so I back up. The raccoon kind of rears up on his legs, comes back down, kicks his legs, kicks some dust up, and we charge at it again. For nope, that's eight. I am not rolling that dice anymore. <laughs> you're, you're trying to figure out how to use this raccoon. It's like new. <laughs> we dodge those fireballs, but man. All right, the raccoon's turn. Yeah, the raccoon. Um, readies itself again and just tries to bite his leg. Okay. Just a straight up attack. For uh, 21. Yeah, that hits. Uh, damage. What damage does the raccoon do? I guess it would just be my a D8, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'm sure it's on the defender sheet. Yeah. One D8. Well, that's or uh, three damage. Cool. As you do that, the guy you hit tries to break free from his hold and fails. So then Isaac's turn. Well, I'm already right by the guy with the sword, right? Wait, no. Dan? How many people are outside my What was that? There's just one left, and he's half hurt and paralyzed. I I uh, I whisper, but like really loud. I say, "From the shadows." Like, and <laughs> uh, seventeen. Yeah, that hits. And for ten. 
Yeah, you kill him. So yeah. now there are five guards all dead. Okay. Um, I hop down and start struggling to drag the bodies inside. Okay, so you grab a body. What are you guys doing? I hop down, drag a body, and um, I tell, um, hold on, give me a second. I haven't thought of a name yet. Uh, no, keep going. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> cuddles. I tell Cuddles to drag a body inside, too, so we're, we each drag okay. two bodies. So there. Fennec, Azhag, and Cuddles are all grabbing a body. <laughs> Yola, Dan, what are you guys doing? Can I even drag a body? Like, you could try. We're going to do strength checks for everybody. I don't think that's going to work. I could try. Couldn't I wanna... you just put one on the mechanical beast? That's, like he was riding that's, it that's the Cuddles one he's trying. <laughs> well, no, I told him just to drag one by himself. But yeah, we could pile them on there. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. exactly. Okay. So you, let's say you can pile two on. So two are on Cuddles as Cuddles starts heading towards the door, but he can't open the door. And then Fennec is trying to grab one. Azhag is trying to grab one, I think. Who else? How many are left? Hey, Dan, Dan, grab grab the feet. Wait, I thought there was five. There's five. Two are on the the boar or the raccoon. Oh, okay. I could probably carry one, right? Yeah, I'll double up with Yola. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so Yola and Azhag and Fennec and Din are going to double up. So I need each of you guys to roll a strength check. (laughs) Do we get advantage on this? No. (laughs) That's why you're both rolling. That's your advantage. I rolled a one. I rolled a four. Okay. Fennec, Din, (laughs) can you give me a roll? Which which die? The d20 again. And then add your strength. Six minus one. <laughs> yep. um, I rolled a nine, but I'm trying to look at my strength two, right now. So eleven. So I'm gonna say you okay. all failed. Fennec seems to like get the door open so that Cuddles can run in. And what are you guys gonna do now? The- say good right. job, Cuddles. Get the rest. Yeah, make a couple trips. No, um, because Grizzly failed, so I can't try. I'll, I'll try a different body. <laughs> I don't know. You, like... you can try the same body again. The clock is oh, ticking, yeah. though. I'll go again. Okay. Yola, mm-hmm. do you want to do it too? Oh, yeah. I went again and I got a one. Okay. Hold on, I don't. <laughs> oh, I went again and I got 18. Okay. Nice. Fennec run, and run, run. Four, I got a 14 the second Yeah, time. Fennec and Din get their body in. Was that his time? I lost my dice. Okay, we'll say that failed then. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Okay. 14. Nope. From the shadows. Yes. So as um, Fennec and Din walk in with the body... Wait, 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 wait. One second. 14 with an assist? Yeah, the assist was one. Courtney, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, I can't even add jack of traits, but it's like only plus one. So Fennec, killing me. Fennec and I got Dan it Fennec and Dan <laughs> struggle with the body into the door, and they see four more guards all looking at cuddles inside the room. <laughs> as happened, you know, still outside. Wait, what happened? There's four guards inside now looking at cuddles. And as um, Fennec and Din walk in with, like, dragging the body. Mm. But you guys are both outside, so you guys don't yeah, see I'm that. Yeah, I'm just chilling. I'm struggling on this body right so now. So I need uh, Fennec and Din to give me an initiative. Three. <laughs> That's a good one. Is it? What'd you get? A nine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mm. 
Nine plus one initiative, I guess, so that's ten. Cool. We kind of just set the body down while we make eye contact with the guards. <laughs> and Cuddles never looks away while he just kind of fluffs his shoulder and the two bodies drop off. I want right. to loop the bodies around me. And yeah. uh, as Hagayola, can you give me initiative rolls for when you eventually maybe make your way in here? 24. Jeez. Um... Weird flex, but all right. <laughs> The, are the bodies still glowing? Because that no, really they're big. dead. <laughs> As I, uh, twenty-five. Jeez, twenty. Yeah. Okay, so the first guard takes the swing at the first thing he saw, which was um. Oh, actually, no, twenty-four. Sorry. Okay. Cuddles. Fifteen. That hits. It, his armor class is fifteen. So. Yep. All right, that's 10 damage. Wait, wait, don't do that. I rolled the wrong dice because I'm dumb. Nine nine damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. How do we do this with um, a couple people outside and inside? Are you going to keep doing rounds until we join you? Well, let's let's say you guys can try to, because you're as at the top of the initiative. Why don't you you try to get the body in again? Because you're outside and don't know about the combat yet. Okay, I also want to loot the bodies. (laughs) Do they have anything? No, they're just guards. Oh, dang. We'll okay. give you some copper yeah. or some silver at the end. I'll do a strength check. Okay. A 10. Oh, yeah. No, a 9. What like number are we aiming for? 15. Oh, you can't 10. tell. That's, that's metagaming. Just gotta, what did you get? Uh, um, in. 3. Yeah, that's yeah. Def- we did definitely weren't aiming Higher for 3. Higher than 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the second, <laughs> the second guard also runs <laughs> up with a spear and attacks Cuddles. I mean, somebody could always holler out. Uh, 12, so it misses. All right, <laughs> Din, after you drop the body, you see that the guards both try to attack Cuddles, two of them out of the four. What are you going to do? At any no! point, do we hear any ruckus? What's that? No. Said, at any point, do we hear any ruckus outside? I mean, not until someone yells for you. I mean, you hear metal on metal, right? Yeah, it's you, a giant robot. Yeah, you could, you could definitely hear some. And I'm from the shadows, so I'm two senses. <laughs> <laughs> I also get two attacks per action, it looks like. I so think so. Last time I, I oh, took yeah. a swing, I could have attacked yeah. again. So you can attack one of the guards? Why is it? Mm, I think I'm going to try to do the same um, kind of control again. The crown? Yeah. Um, I have an idea. Whenever we... When's your turn? Yeah. Okay, so if you use Crown of Madness now, you'll be using, I believe, your last. Oh, then I then I'll second. just go and attack. Yeah, that'd be your second second level spell. Okay. You, all right, so you go for your greatsword attack. Yeah. It says greatsword is actually two d six plus two slashing plus five to hit. Yeah, so you roll to hit, you roll a d twenty, and then you get your plus five to hit. So you would add that to whatever your roll is. And then if you uh-huh. hit, then you do the damage rolls, which would be the 2d6. Okay, so 13 plus 5? 18. Yeah, definitely hits. So now you do your damage, which I believe was the 2d6s, right? Okay. Uh, roll d6. Uh, 4. Okay. Plus, plus, I don't know what dam- damage. Oh, uh, plus. You do, so you do 2d6s? 
yeah. Yeah, yeah so four and five. So it's nine 11. plus, plus whatever your plus is. Nine, yeah. yeah, so you kill one. Nice. All right, and then you're going to do it for your second attack, right? Sure, yeah. Another, another, another great sword. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Set 11. Yeah, that hits. Uh, and then do I roll 2d6s again? Yep. Reset. Five. And the five. 10 plus 12. So you kill two. So as you see the two guards attack cuddles, you come up and just cleave them with your sword twice, cutting their heads off. Wow. Impressive. Nice. I'd be impressed, but I'm outside. <laughs> and then I yeet and then uh, dab real quick on their bodies. Oh, I heard, I heard, I heard him yeet. I run in the room. You saw your turn yet. Fedek, your turn. Cuddles, Cuddles gives you a dab right back. <laughs> How much health does um, Cuddles have? Right now, two. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah. Do you mean now or did you mean before he got walloped? Um, How many guards are left? Are there? Uh, three more. Uh, two more, sorry, two more. Oh, two more, okay. Um, how close are they to us? At ten feet. Okay. Because they're, um, they're coming at you. I... Two, I need another one. I, um, reach into the bag of holding and pull out a spider that I set on cuddles, and it kind of runs around and starts, like, putting a web on him. Just like all over the place where there's cuts and scratches. So it's cast in mending. Um, he gets nine HP back. Okay. Um, and that was your action? That was, yeah, I can do a bonus action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are any of them close to us yet? Ten feet. I climb back on top of Cuddles. So I have the lance and the shield again. Mm-hmm. And we move forward um, to within five feet. Mm-hmm. So we cut the distance in half of one, and Cuddles moves to do a force-empowered rend. How far does he have to move to do rend? We just need to be within five feet. Okay. Five feet reach. Cool. For ni- he, 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, for four damage. Cool. All right. Then those two guards, it's their turn, and they're both going to try to attack you with their spears. Okay. Uh, they both hit, because uh, 18 hits, right? Yeah. All right, five plus two, seven. Okay. And then six. So 13 damage to you. And then it's Azhag's turn. Azhag, hey, you, you've heard the yeet in the battles I heard now. the deep yeet from Din. <laughs> and I can smell the blood, and I want some for myself. So I rush into the door. Okay. You see, there's two guards up. One that's been hurt. I say, I stick my uh, my finger in my mouth and I pull it out and I go, "Hmm, winds smell like death." And I pull my crossbow (laughs) to shoot at one of the guys closest to me. Uh, What is that? Thirteen. Yeah, uh, let me make sure. I I think or four? No, fourteen. Oh no, that's actually a miss. Oh no! All right, do you get a second attack or no? Well, I mean, technically, I was hiding, so I get advantage. All right. No, but you can't hide when you walk into a door. Yeah, he burst through the door. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise attack. No. Like that. Yeah, because it, you're you're attacking from opportunity. Okay, that makes yeah. All right. 
argue my way in. Yeah, right. we'll argue your way in. <laughs> 22. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> um, nine. Okay. Were you hitting then, the hurt one or the fresh one? The hurt one. Okay, he's dead. And then because of my uh, gloominess, I get my bonus attack on the other guy. Okay. So gloomy. For 18. Yep. I do 19 damage to him. Okay, you kill him. Um, this is what happens if you give Eeyore a As sword. Yola is standing outside <laughs> on the dead body, a guard walks up from one of the corridors and Water. goes, what's going on here? And then charges you with a spear. Nice. And he definitely hits hard. And then he gets nine damage. And it's your Can turn I... now. Can't run away. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I guess we're just like facing off mm-hmm. towards each other. So I'm going to attack him back with um, both Swish and Zing. There it is. <laughs> um, so I, to hit 26. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then nine damage. And then for my second rapier, it's yep. to hit 13, or 17 okay. and then three damage. Cool. You kill him quick. <laughs> Slash. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so now there's two dead guards outside again. <laughs> all, all these dead bodies. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna abandon it. If we're, are we still in combat? No, you're it's out of my combat turn. Now. It's just, yeah, it's free, free flow now. I'm just gonna run inside to see what everyone else is doing. Okay, as you run inside, you can see the. What is it? Four, three dead bodies that were from outside already, and now there's four more dead bodies in here. And then inside the room, let me pull up that map I made for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's eight <laughs> tables out front that look like the like normal paperwork were being done because like it's embassy for their rights and everything. On the back half of the room, there are nine teller stations um, with iron bars. And on the left side, you can see a big door that was broken down. That leads to a back room. All right, I'm going to kind of I prod to uh, Fennec and Din. And I say, hey, we got a couple bodies outside. Why don't we finish cleaning up our mess? And I mean, I, I'm going to go I, look, but you, when you guys are looking through everything, don't forget about me and Cuddles, you know? Yeah, I bumped the uh, the raccoon with my shoulder, as I said. So, you know, mm-hmm. Who is a foot taller than you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, hitting it's me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He kind of chitters and comes up on his back two legs and dabs again. He saw saw Den do that and he likes it a lot. (laughs) Because the rolls are so bad, we'll just say it got done. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I'm going to search the room. Yeah, you can see dead goblins and now the dead men that you have in there. Uh, Everything seems ransacked. The teller stations have been like papers tossed everywhere. There's nothing of real value in here. On the the guards' bodies, you'll find uh, five gold. Bingo. And I hand, I, I, I go like with my thumb and I clink, I, you know, I flick a gold out to each of my... Uh, to Yola and Fennec gold. and Din. And Din. And then I bounce one off the raccoon back into my hand and I take two for myself. <laughs> and then I just start singing Toss a Coin to your Witcher. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. All right. Cool. So that's it in the room. Is there other rooms in this building? Yeah, there's the broken doors in the back left that leads to a back room that you can't see right now. Okay, I'm going to sneak through there. Okay, as you enter, there's um, countertops, all pooksy size, because this is their embassy. There's a door that goes to the counters 
but then there's a staircase that goes down down in the staircase. back staircase ooh baby i uh i kind of yell out to them and guys hey there's a uh, there's a downstairs here and i start waltzing down the stairs i'll follow i'm coming can cuddles fit down the stairs oh yeah <laughs> it's they're, waddles, they're like... 10 foot wide okay uh, <laughs> i didn't know if it was pooksy pooksy enough, enough room for a chunky boy <laughs> <laughs> is everyone going down yeah yeah why not okay as you go down it leads into a hallway that's uh, 15 feet wide with just stone walls on either side um the hallway goes for about 100 feet mm. and then mm. turns right okay I uh, have, uh, due to my gloominess, mm-hmm. um, I gain, well, I already have dark vision, but uh, I, um, oh, no, I add 30. So I have 120 dark vision. It's torch lit. Oh, the whole, the, they left the torches lit? Yeah. I, I snuff out all the torches. Okay, so as you're walking, you're just like snuffing out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and I'm in darkness, nobody can see me. Because I'm in the mm. shadow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so as you do that, you turn right. You go down the hallway again. You turn another right. You go down that hallway. You turn right one more time, and you see another staircase down. And you're can... snuffing out the torches as you go. Yeah. Are, are, is the party with? I want to follow behind you at some distance. So you're snuffing out torches, and I can't be and you're seen. you're in but... darkness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, we're behind. I imagine, yeah, we're behind you. Okay, cool. as you guys enter this second basement level, it's again just another 100-foot hallway that turns right. As you turn right, though, you can see and hear um, a broken door to the left and just someone tossing stuff. Okay, can I peer into there? You could try. You'll have to give me a stealth roll. Well, I... The, okay, and the, light, his, the lights the, are all out, right? Except for his room. But I'm just peeking in, like, hey it's not big. It's only 10 feet, 15 feet deep. Oh, okay. okay. Stealth it is. It's like a big closet, like a really big closet. Uh, it's 19. Okay, yeah. You peek your head in, and the biggest man you've ever seen is standing in there just tossing boxes. You can tell that he's part of the Torchblade, but maybe someone who's kind of gone off the deep end a little bit, like seen too much combat, and he's mm. just like rummaging through all this stuff. Like any, any bits of food he sees, he just immediately eats. Um, on the wall right next to him, because uh, he never leaves his side, is this giant great axe. It's on the wall? No, it's like just like right next to him against the wall. Mm. All right. Because he's like just I, eating. All right. I uh, scurry back to the crew and I explain everything that's going on inside that room. And then I quick debrief and I say, hey, okay, so listen, this is what you need to know. Um, I know I'm gloomy and dark now, but what uh-huh. I also was gifted is a bolt of slang. And uh, that basically results in me being an, an uber god boss. And I'm going to kill Torchblade with this right. bolt of slang. Uh, okay. I mean, if you but, say so. But. I, I think I need your help. This guy looks <laughs> pretty freaking huge. <laughs> Mr. God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what do you what do you need from us? I don't know, but I think that raccoon could definitely come in for some help. So he has I mean, a he has a and you know I related to him that there's a, there's an axe, but it's not he's not equipped. You know he doesn't have equipped. It's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, then I, I say, try, what do, what do you guys want to do? I could try a crown of madness on him, and then we gain a really big dude on our party for what twenty five hours. I, look, I can distract him. I can. Uh, you remember those stones? I hadn't used them in a while, but the ones that can make glow and talk. 
Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah. I throw it in the other corner away from the axe. Then you try the crown thing, and then one of us sneaks in and tries to steal the axe or at least hide it so we can't get it. Uh, and Yola, you were saying something about a uh, unseen servant. Could they go in and grab the axe? I, I don't think they can carry that. All right, Jack. they need to work out more. I know. Strength I mean... of two. <laughs> yeah, say oh, jeez. <laughs> So, it's not plus two either. It's just like no. two. Oh, two. Right. Negative six. He's even less strong they, than I am. Yeah. They like can almost pull paper up. All right. Sounds like a plan. Um, I'm gonna. You want to try to grab the sword then, and I'll I'll distract him. And Dan, you want you want to try that spooky thorn thing? I can try it. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, ready up my crossbow if the thorn doesn't work. I think maybe Yola's the uh, the one to grab the axe. Oh. Oh. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> you know, All right. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what I can do. Can I do a cantrip real quick before we <laughs> need to heal up? Mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, hold on a second. I didn't how, grab how any potions. Did I didn't grab any potions. <laughs> how much damage did you take? Oh, thirteen. I can 13. heal. I uh, I actually say, oh, that's funny, and out of nowhere, ten good berries form in my hand, and I hand them to you. All ten of them, and you gain. If you eat them, you gain 10 HP. All right. Nice. Welcome to Good Berries, home of the Good Berries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I like that. All right. So, Fennec, you talking to one of your stones? Um, how how silly is this guy? What would be the biggest? Hey, what do y'all think would be the bigger distraction? I can talk into it. We can make it glow. I can make it fart. What do you think? He seems uh, ravenous. He's trying to find food Ooh, or supplies. You think some food would work? Maybe, okay. yeah. I so, mean, I haven't casted my spell yet. We might not even need to do anything if it works. Well, this will distract him, so he does. he's on the other side of the room away from his axe is what I'm hoping uh, for. Gotcha. Yeah, so you have to get basically you know, around there to be able to cast it even. I'm going to make it emit an odor that smells like chicken dinner with potatoes and carrots. <laughs> Just pick up a small rock and make it smell like that okay. and throw it on the other side of the room okay. from the hallway. So as he's eating from like the back corner, you throw the rock into the opposite side and all of a sudden he stops, smells it, turns with his left hand, just grabs his axe and drags it over and then picks up a rock and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Eat the rock. And then, Whose turn is it? Din, you wanted to cast your crown, mm-hmm. right? And that's mm-hmm. it. I think it was a 12 save we said last time. Wisdom. Oh, and he got a 7. It actually worked this time. Oh, wow. So all of a sudden, while holding this rock, an iron thorn crown comes in and enters his head. And I need to reread what that did. One humanoid of your choice that can see within range must succeed on wisdom saving throw. He failed. The charm target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. The target can act normally on its turn if you choose no creature in, or if none are within its reach. So right now, it's going crazy. I'm going to let you each take your own attack at advantage <laughs> because there are no other creatures for it to attack, and I don't want to waste this coolness. <laughs> Could I make it attack itself? No, it's an other creature. Uh, I like, don't even know how you'd attack with yourself with a great axe. <laughs> Just fall on it. <laughs> Throw it up in the air and let it hit you on the head. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, wait, so I'm gonna say it enters like almost this brainless zombie turn like mode, 
while each of you get it to attack on advantage, and then he'll just return to normal. Mm. Okay. So we have to roll prior, uh, initiative? Yeah, let's roll initiative, and I'll just put him at the end. 14. I have 18. 17. Okay, so it's Yolda first. And with advantage, just to make sure, I roll twice, right? Yep. If it's oh, horrible. yeah, for Taya. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so it's 15 to hit with Swish. Okay. Did it? And then 13 uh, yep. damage. Cool. Okay. And then coming back around the other way with yep. Zing. And then that one's not good. 17 to hit. Yep. And three damage. Okay. And then it's Fennec. Um, you get a free hit right now. Yeah. Do right. anything. <laughs> <laughs> What's the disadvantage on a lance at less than 10 feet? If you get disadvantage on less than 10 feet, it's just going to be normal. Like a normal attack, because it removes the advantage. Okay. Um, so I'm going to climb on top of Cuddles, uh-huh. run at him with the Lance. Uh, a 13? Just hits. Okay. That was a 3. Okay. And then Rend attack. Okay. I don't get advantage on the bonus action, do I? No. <laughs> nope, that missed. That was an 8. <laughs> All right. As hack. No, wait. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. It's uh, Den's turn. Den still, yeah, right? So I just look at my party and just go like I got this <laughs> and I grab the sword uh, and I, I try to run at him with it and I roll uh, a 20 wait wait 20 on the dice on a d I uh, on a d20 okay. before that 20. Yeah, so that's not 20 which is a yeah, crit- got- critical hit so instead of rolling 2d6 roll 4d6 Oh god! Well, I rolled two already, and I got okay. two sixes. Okay, twelve. Reset. Uh, roll a four and another six. Okay, so that's oh, twenty-four plus two. Plus five. Okay. No, wait. That's plus his two modifier. Yeah. 25. Okay. Twenty-two. That's thirty-five. Uh, Mad deeps. Mad Yeah, he's really hurt, <laughs> but not dead. <laughs> and he's still zombified, so he has no reaction, I guess. Yeah. No, almost none. But you could tell, like. He's looking bad. And then Azhag comes in. Oh, no, wait. You guys second attack. Have, I, have, I have two attacks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, reset. 17. And then do I have four D6s again no, or just two? No, just two. Okay. Five and four. Plus two Plus is two. 11. Why aren't they sending this guy on more missions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went burned out of field. Jesus. Okay. You see him kind of drop to one knee and like there's blood coming out of his side, but he's not done. Azhag. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll shoot him. Okay. With uh, a normal boat. I see I see how hurt he is. And I'm like, eh, not worth it. Yeah. And take this last advantage until he attacks. Uh, Try for the eye. You can, like, point blank. Just 23 or something like that. Yeah, 23 20, hits. 22. Um, 5. Okay. Plus five. Uh, no, set 12. Whoa, 12. So, okay. <laughs> and then I uh, I hit him with my extra attack. Yep. I'm glooming, glooming it up for... Glooming it up. Uh, 15. Mm-hmm. Yep. To hit. Ooh, baby. We really need to introduce video to this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, uh, I hit him for another 22. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, he's super dead. So why don't you explain to us what this last shot does to him? This yeah, mountain so of a man. I uh, is he facing me at this point? Sure, like this my direction. Yeah, whatever so direction I, you want. Uh, I hear Din call out, "Get him in the eye sockets," <laughs> and I say, 
And I pulled my finger in my mouth and I took the wind. I said, hmm, wind smells like eye sockets. And I and I shoot one straight into his right eye socket and I said, hmm, not enough. And I take another one and I shoot into his left and I say, welcome to the shadows. And I put my hood up. Nice. And I said the uh, the whole lyric from Pulp Fiction that Samuel Jackson says. It got biblical. Yeah, and I will down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. <laughs> okay, the room is like destroyed. This man had nothing to his name. He was just like a grunt, but like a giant beast, like they would enter into combat. As you pass that, you take a right again, and it's the same, almost the same exact hallways, and you go down the next set of stairs, and now you're on the third level of the basement. You take that long hallway, take the right, take the other right, and as as Hag starts, like, putting out the flames, as you peer around the corner, there's another room where you can hear just rustlings in, like, this room, but the door's closed. There's also, is... there's also another staircase down next to that door. Oh, what this what is kind of rustling am I hearing? Just like people moving around, maybe opening stuff, um, like digging through things. Did the party follow up at this point, or am I still pioneering? We can, you can decide. Do you want to wait for them? Oh no, I would never wait for them. Okay. <laughs> um, I we're come... pretty close. I don't know if we're right on top of you, but we'll I'm... say you're twenty feet behind. Yeah. yeah, I just turn around and I say, I was, and I kind of like point at the door, like mm, there's guys in here, type, you know, signaling. I want to signal to like, let's keep going. <laughs> I look like... at Yola and I slowly put a bolt into my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to do? I can divine sense past the door and see what the what the people are there for. But that only is works on undead, right? Well, yeah, or like undeading goosty goalies. We could say is oh, like, yeah. even without that, you know. Especially Din knows like why he's here. Um, you know, there's just more torchblade in there. Oh, I guess let's go past him. Like, I don't, I don't see any. Yeah, this will sneak past. That's fine. All right, so let's attack. get because this is have to do with visuals. I just want a stealth roll from each of you as you try to like creep past the door. Twelve. 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 Oh, math. It's like fifteen. <sighs> Yola being surprisingly quiet, mm-hmm. all the rest of you make enough noise that one of the guards goes, hmm, and opens the door a crack and sees four goblins, three goblins, no, see three me. goblins from the light of the room. I am the shadow. No, two goblins. No, three. Didn't, didn't Yola sneak by? Oh, I'm yeah. jangling but, away. But because you guys <laughs> were all cre- creeping together. And don't we have a big uh, like You can't hold. see me. Right. I'm in the shadows. What was that, Dave? Then we have a big mechanical beast for this, too. Yeah, there's three yeah. raccoons and a giant raccoon. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say... Two, gonna... Sorry, two goblins, a shadow, and a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, that guard just takes a swing with his spear, and he totally misses as he's, like, attacking into the like the half-darkness. And I want you to all roll initiative. Um, actually, I get attack opportunity because I'm uh, invisible, and he moved into my my threat range. Is that something real? Well, you get attack opportunity if somebody moves into your your realm in combat. No, no, you if get attack if they move out, not in. I think in too. No. Oh. Through. Through. Yeah, through. Right. I'm just chilling. So the exit part is the key part of that attack of opportunity. Mm. Okay. All right, initiative. 
Mm. Yeah, 13. 11. 16. 18. All right, now we have to pause real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Wait, can, how does a paladin? Are you a paladin? Yeah. Where do you get the extra attack from? Uh, the great sword, I think. No, um, he's a much higher level than you guys are. Oh, I was gonna say I was like, he's not because like you don't get that to level five. Yep. <laughs> I'm level five, I think. Yeah, you are. They're level three. Oh. Nice. Last session, they got paired up with a level one. Oh. This session, they got paired up with a level five. Nice. Because last session, they were playing with um, the idiot Townie. Really? <laughs> this session, they're with an elite warrior. <laughs> All right. As this goblin opens the door and it tries to attack and misses, Fennec gets to react. All right. I'm going to um, back up and uh, not to 10 feet because the hallway won't let me do that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to try to hit him with the lance. Okay. Uh, 13. Um, and I don't get a, a bonus action since I missed, right? No, you can. Bonus actions aren't okay. dependent on that. Uh, bonus action is um, Cuddles is going to move over closer mm-hmm. to me and use um, Repair, which is... Um, he kind of starts whirring. You see him glow a little bit. And um, he heals himself for uh, 14, but that's more than... Uh, and then it's Din. Oh, I guess I go and run and attack this dude, huh? Yep. Seven. That's a miss. Second mm-hmm. attack? Oh, 20. Natural 20 again. Yeah, that's a hit. Yes. So you, 46 is again. Or you can just skip and tell me how you kill him. <laughs> um. So, I... I run up to him, and in his confusion uh, and intimidation, I trip him, and then I go shh, 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 and then I kiss him on the forehead, and then I <laughs> and then I stab him right through the throat. Gosh, That's go. what we like to hear. My eyes widen, and I go. Mm. <laughs> okay. A Aztec. romance in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Azhag, you haven't left initiative. What are you going to do? What, what do you mean? You haven't left initiative. What do you want to do? Oh, um, so that guy's dead. The door is open. Uh-huh. I kind of scurry over the door and I peer in and see, kind of see what Two I see. Two guards looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Are they like right up? Are they within five? Uh, let's say within 10. If you need within five, we can make them close. No, I don't want them. Yeah. <laughs> they look in the back I, of the room. I, uh, I strike the left one. I don't know where they're standing, but I'm assuming one's on the left. And uh, okay. for 20, not net. Okay. I hit him for 14. Yep, you kill, kill him. And I strike the other one for hit him, uh, 28. Okay. And I hit him for eight, 15. Yeah, you kill him too. And then we exit initiative. And I throw <laughs> my hood up and I say, from the darkness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, as you creep the door open all the way, you can see, and the rest of the party can see, that the room is full of raw meat. 
and it's starting to stink a little bit. Now there's two dead guards in there, and in the back corner there's a box, like a chest locked. I scurry over the chest and I open it. You gotta try. It's locked. Son of a What do I add to that? These tools? Uh-huh. Lock, isn't it lockpicking? Does that make sense? Um, I don't think that's a thing now. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I cast a cantrip? Sure. All right. I um, reach in and grab another one of those crickets and throw it at Azhag so you get plus one to your do check. Do you sleight of hand? Yes. Slight, I mean, it doesn't matter. Both are awesome. Okay. Like a 22. <laughs> Okay, you open it, and inside there's a giant shell broken inside. Sh- shell? shell? Mm-hmm. Can you describe the shell? Yeah, it's got. Um... Is it like one of those like curly Q ones? Is it? Oh, is like, it a, like a no, like a like a bird shell, like a bird shell, shell. Like a, bird a, shell. a bird shell. But it's that's um... not. Burnt egg. Sorry, it's egg. Oh. egg. <laughs> okay. It's well, a broken shell. shell. Egg shell. You know how parrots oh. have those big shells. Yeah, oh, is it, was it was yeah, it from a shells. turtle dove? Um, but it's, oh. it's brass. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Go home. <laughs> so inside the box, there's a giant broken egg shells all ah, over. A real thing. Okay. Yeah, and it's brass colored. Uh, it's. So it's like in it, pieces, or is it just like a, a, a yeah pieces like bottom? Does it look like one thing, like one thing broken or a yeah, bunch of one broken thing things? broken. All right, is there? And that's it. That's the only thing that's inside it. Mm-hmm. All right, I grab it and I throw it into a little pouch. But then I, uh, I kind of open the pouch and show the crew. I say, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we got. I was like, I can. What if we put it in the chest so we don't lose a part? And I can just put that in this bag of holding I got. And I sit there and I go, don't worry, pouch. <laughs> yeah, as as you lift it, you can All hear right. like the shells, like or the eggs breaking. <laughs> Someone's got a golden goose. <laughs> We're in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Uh, <laughs> um, Cuddles and I search the rest of the room. Yep, it's just like dirty old meat and that empty chest. And we leave yeah. all the dirty old meat and go yeah. back in the hallway. Let's get yeah. out of here. Um, as you approach the next staircase, you start hearing um, a human screaming uh, yes. out of out of pain. Yes. Mm. Um, I continue to to close out all the lights. Okay. As you go down the stairs, you are now on um, like a balcony that wraps around like the other hallways did. But rather than being open to the right, you're looking down into a room. In the center, there's a giant metal cage with a dragon inside, um, brass mm. dragon inside. To the west of the room, there's a man, and out of his chest, there's a black aura coming out and striking the dragon. You can start seeing the brass dragon turning black. Um, a little bit of meta. In this world, dragons aren't super intelligent like in normal uh, uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Like Dungeons & Dragons, they're like the most intelligent being. And here, they're more of just like an animal, like any other, but the colors are the same. So black, white, and all the colors are like the evil dragons, and then these metallic dragons are the good ones. But what you guys know as Pooksy is that you don't trust any dragon, and it might be because of their size or because they so often protect the mines and their mountain peaks, but Pooksy, as a race, hate dragons. Um, where's the screaming coming from? the man that the black is coming out um, as you guys peer into that you can see three other um kind of mages walking around peering at the dragon as its brass color turns to black 
um, yeah, I turn to Din. I say, hey, that looks like that looks kind of evil. You got anything that can kind of check out what's going on? Hmm. Well, can I can I go? So there, there's a dragon and then there's a man as well. Yeah, there's there's actually four men total, three like lower mages and then one guy on this pedestal or this platform with a black aura penetrating the dragon. I wanna I wanna go towards the guy that's uh, using the black aura on the dragon. And okay, Alice... so you run down the balcony. You take your right. You run down that part of the balcony, and you start heading down the stairs to the floor they're on. Oh, geez. <clears throat> you're like really getting in there. <laughs> okay, that's gonna take some time. What are you guys gonna do while he's running down? I uh, start putting in my bolt of slaying. Okay. Hmm. Um. I wanna jump down using feather fall can i do that yeah and you can cast it on everybody i believe up to five yeah. right let's all do that <laughs> okay din as you cuddles too yeah yeah din as you take the right corner you feel like lifted and then you guys all jump i don't know if azhag wants to but the rest of you guys jump down to the bottom floor safely mm-hmm. landing because of the spell that was cast upon you I do not. I stay in the shadows. Yeah, <laughs> not so much the shadows because the torches are still all lit up there. Yeah, I'm going like this round while you guys are doing that. That's going to take too much action. That's going to take time. We're <laughs> just going to say at. right now your back is to the balcony, so like you're behind a little wall. Yes, yeah, so they can't see me. Right. Yeah, I'm hiding. Okay, I'm and let's roll you. initiative. Seventeen. Okay, Fennec, seventeen. What else we got? Thirteen. 18. 20. Okay, I said you go first. Alright. So you guys all dropped down. Din ran down the stairs. Mm -hmm. No, I was... I I fell. Yeah, he jumped. Oh, you jumped as well. So you guys are all behind the dragon cage, and then on the opposite side of the room is the three, what we're going to call alkalites, and the fanatic, who's got the black coming out of his chest. And the and they're very evidently uh, torch boys. Oh yeah, their yeah, insignias okay. are all over their garbs. All right, then I put my bolt of slaying. I have my bolt of slaying in, and I I choose to shoot at the fanatic, the guy with the black in him. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I. All right, hold on. Roll the nineteen to hit. No, twenty to hit. Okay, that hits. Okay, and so I this is a little bit much. So he needs a DC seventeen con save. Okay. Five. So he does not pass. No. <laughs> All right. So hold on. This is going to take a second. Yeah. Then. So as 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 Hag peers over, and you guys are kind of running towards him, you see um, like light shimmer off a bolt as he puts it into his crossbow. And you can tell by the way he's doing this. Usually, death is a very light thing for him, and he's very like jovial about it. But for this moment, he's paying specific attention to what he's doing. And he rears up over the balcony's edge and then unleashes the bolt as it strikes the fanatic. You can see it rip through his chest and burning. Oh, my. Nice. Indiana Jones to Alice just starts melting. I have him for... <laughs> no! What? 47. That's a lot of damage. Oh, yeah, immediately as you do that, the fanatic just rips in half and explodes. The black um, 
It doesn't explode. Like there's a hole in his chest now from the arrow. The black goes away. He hits the ground dead. And you see as the dragons, the black starts retreating down its body, turning it back to brass. But there's still three more alkalites in the room. I think you killed one of his kids. Yeah, I just want to stand mouth agape with slow clap. <laughs> and then I, uh, and I, I follow up with my gloomy second attack on the on another guy. Okay. Uh, to hit eighteen to hit. Yep. Sixty-three damage. Four. Okay. Uh, fourteen. Yeah, you take down another one, but it's very it's way less impressive. I mean, yeah, fourteen. Yeah, amateur hour. All right, Din. There's two uh, more alkalites so... in the room. Hmm. Oh, on that 46, did you do your plus one to the crossbow? Uh, very good point. <laughs> <laughs> do I still get to use my first level spells? Yeah. Uh, I guess I can spell attack inflict wounds cool. uh, for necrotic damage. Yeah. Uh, I guess it only hits one of them though uh and then i roll what d20 let me just bring up your character sheet because i can't remember inflict wounds it does uh 3d it's spell time yeah. for 3d10 so plus one you 10. roll a d20 and then you add uh one plus you add four uh so i don't roll the d10s nope you roll the d20 first uh, i rolled an 18 yeah so you definitely hit and now you roll your d10s. Three uh, how many? Ten. Three of them. Uh, we got five, eight, and nine. Okay, you take down another one of them. Okay, and then it's um, Yola's turn. No, wait. I'm sorry. It's one of their turns. And as you're right there close to them, uh, you see him... Uh, do sacred flame on your body. Mm. So as Din takes the magic and gives the necrotic damage, you see one of the other alkalites turn back and strike again, hitting him, and that does 1d8. All right, you take uh, two damage. Woo! Uh, Yola, now it's... Uh, no, Fennec, now it's your turn. There, um, there's one left. Swing up on Cuddles and um, just scream as I gallop towards him and try to attack with my lance again. Okay. For a um, 19. Yeah, that hits. To hit. And um, two damage. Okay. And um, now that I'm within range, going to ask Cuddles to do a uh, a rend. Okay. Uh, 16 to hit. Yep. Seven damage. Cool. As he takes a bite, he kills the other Alkalite, shaking him in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Alright, nice. so you guys are now out of battle There are three dead alkalites And the fanatic in the corner On this weird pedestal As the room calms down Can you each give me a perception roll? No, give me an intelligence roll Like an investigation 13. or Nope, straight intelligence 17 14 5 16 Cool. As the room calms down, Fennec looks over at Din and sees the fire emblem under his Pooxie emblem and realizes, like, that's why Din was here, was to try to get this dragon out. Wait, so Din's a bad boy? Mm-hmm. No, he's part of the Pooxie. This dragon is also part of the Pooxie. It's one of the, it's the secret Nazjeet was hinting uh, at. I thought you meant the torch flame. 
No, he's got the Pooksy guys. emblem with a little Let's... fire emblem underneath it. It's like shit. We'll get <laughs> <in>. <laughs> On it's the pie. pedestal in the back, there is a almost um, like a column that comes out of it with a slot that looks exactly like your um, cart. So is this dragon still in the cage or is it out of the cage now? In the cage. <clears throat> I walk over to it and say, hey, Dan, is this what you're here for? And reach into the bag I'm holding and pull out the orb and start the mechanism. As you put it in, everything starts shaking in the room. Dust is falling from the top. And as you look, Cuddles freaks out and runs As you me. look up, you can see um, multiple floors up a column that you guys have been walking around as you go into the basement. And the very top, the roof, which is the top floor of the embassy, starts rolling into the marketplace and creates a channel to the sky from the basement. As you look to the dragon, the dragon starts like hitting the edges of the cage. There's a giant lock on it. And no key to be found, I guess. I mean, unless you guys search around. Well, let's search okay. around. Okay. I'm ser- I'm, I've already been searching yeah. around. I send Cuddles to search. As Din fi- goes into the fanatic, he finds a key for the lock. He unlocks it and shoves the gate over. I search the rooms uh, for other things that might be of use. <laughs> I, I don't really care about the dragon, honestly. Yeah, there's nothing else in this room. Mm, shucks. As you guys are doing stuff, you can start seeing in from the top. There's like four floors up, and there's dozens of torch blades looking into the hole where you guys are. Mm, wonderful. Wait, they're where? All up the, the way up through the channel on like the top floor. After the top floor, like the main floor, moved into the marketplace that like notified everyone what was going on and they didn't know this building could do that and they ran <laughs> over and looked down into this giant hole at the bottom of which is a dragon I disappear into the shadows well I assume that they can't do anything about I mean it would take them a long time to get down to where we're at mm-hmm. uh, so whose turn is it what size, is, what size is the dragon what size so, uh, yeah like could it let's say hold Four goblins and a four eleven raccoon. Uh-huh. It could. Yeah, it's it's a young dragon, so it's it's a large size. Why don't we uh, bust this this guy out and and uh, and fly out of here? Well, the cage is is open. I've opened the cage, I guess. So I'm yeah. taking off my my helmet, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, my plate armor, and I'm looking at the dragon straight into his eyes, and then I just start like trying to soothe him. Yeah, and, and as, kind you, of as you soothe the him, dragon. The dragon like is starting to connect with you and like this is what you've been trained for and you go into your bag and you unroll like this giant leather harness and you place it on the dragon and you like look at everyone being like let's <laughs> you go carrying a harness with them the whole time sorry it was I like just what? like leather straps sorry so, what uh, okay. you guys? like my dude has a saddle it's like just leather straps that you guys can all like hold on to oh okay 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 yeah <laughs> and he strapped it on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. I grab. I grab on. Let's go. Yeah. Shimmy up there. So as I hold open the bag of opening, and Cuddles goes back into the bag. His butt so, kind of wiggles because it gets stuck on the opening. <laughs> I guess as we all climb on the dragon, I take like the the front seat helm. Because am I seated and they're all hanging? I guess, or are we all hanging? Everyone's just hanging. But mm-hmm. you, I, I, you are like kind of like like bare horse riding. Like your legs wrap on and you know what you're doing immediately. And like one hand is underneath the, the strap and the other one's on top and you're like holding yeah. on and they're yeah. all kind of just like 
holding on for dear life. No, same, same. Me too, though, same. <laughs> so I'm like, so I go to everyone, I'm like, y'all ready? That is yeah, it? I guess. Yeah. Let's, let's go. As you're right, like, so I... checking, you can hear the people above yelling and being like, dragon, dragon. And go? you take off, and the dragon goes straight up into the air, over, through all the channels, into the air. And you can see, like, as you pass the ground, like, dozens of toys. Wait, did I? Oh no, I lost the orb. <laughs> and as you fly away, <laughs> oh no! As you fly really? away, the dragon goes up and then comes down like above the tree line. And when you're about a hundred feet, you hear like a twang as a ballista bolt comes through and strikes the dragon from um, town. As the dragon gets hit, the blade, the arrow comes through his chest, also piercing Din, who was riding on the center. With this, the dragon tumbles forward into the trees and lands dead. And that's where we're going to end today's session. The All suspense! Right, H- <laughs> All right, HBO Season 8 Game of Thrones. I've never seen Season 8 of HBO. Oh, oh don't, don't worry. Don't watch it. I'm not this, is, this is better than the whole season. <laughs> what a trash show. Oh, man. All right, guys. That's what we have for you for, I believe, we're on Episode 6. Nesby's uh, going to kill me. Thank you so much, Dave, for joining us. Yeah, dude. Thank you for having me. Did you enjoy your first D&D campaign? <laughs> it was a lot of fun. You I did. probably should have prepared a little bit more no, with dude. this wedding. You no did, way, dude. You did Sorry super good. You did Sorry so about the brutal spells death. and stuff. I couldn't believe it. His first time. He's figuring it out. Yeah. And you were able to do the dice rolling. It was all perfect. Yeah, it was great. Um, you had a terrible death. You did it. <laughs> let's do our little closeout. I want to also thank... Courtney, Zach, and Dan. You can find oh, all of their information in the description. They're playing every week with us. Um, and I want to thank uh, Corey Burquist for doing our audio, the intro yeah, and outro music. Let's go, boy. And then um, Tim Bazrat did our animation, but I'm no longer putting these episodes on YouTube for the time being because it just wasn't worth it. So you'll see those in our social media. Um, I don't have any artist shout outs today because I forgot, but maybe I'll add that in post editing maybe i'll pick one <laughs> yeah let's see what, uh, what dan with Azhag has to share with us later <laughs> all right guys we'll see you in two weeks for episode seven Bye-bye. later bye bye welcome to dungeons and designers a podcast where visual communicators communicate without visuals i'm your dm will churn let's get rolling <laughs>